Teen Sports listeners. I'm your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This whole hour of Santa Barbara Teen Athletes. Woo! Woo! And we're talking all athletes. Yeah, another 9 a.m. in Santa Barbara. Time to shine. I'm so excited. <laughs> Got a great group here this morning. Christine Marie. Hey there. A view hey. from the deck. We have Richard Ellsworth, who uh, represents the show wonderfully with his homeopath. He's like a homeopathic technician. I don't know. Uh, food guide. Uh, uh, train Wellness. Chef. Wellness. Wellness. Now we gotta you gotta twist the wording around. People don't want to be well, so we don't want to say it's well. We're just gonna say he teaches you good food. Food is medicine. Ed Langlo, <laughs> if only I'd known. Sloan Reality, bringing her way in the house. Look at that with her little bowl. We can't hear you. I can't hear you. Can I hear you? I'm, I'm not on. Sure. Oh, you're on. Okay, that was a quiet bowl. You didn't really bang it. See, if I was had the bowl, I hit it real hard. Okay. Yeah, that's what's at, that's what's outside our front door when you want to come in. <laughs> <laughs> Dominique Cackett, and of course our producer Richard Dugan. We also have in the house. I'm looking at her ceiling right now, but we have Westbury, uh, <laughs> and uh, she's working, but she's going to be popping in and out. Um, long week, big week uh, here in Santa Barbara. A lot went on. Uh, last week was a great show about the homeless situation um, that I think we are all noticing. I think this last week uh, with the, you know, the political climate that it is under the 30 days now, um, I just think that a lot of people are just with the unknowing. So I attribute that to um, anxiety, fear, stress. So let's, let's put that into works today. And we have a lot of different, um, very insightful people that will be able to add to that and help us. Uh, we we want to be conscious of our teens. They're probably experiencing stress that they're not talking about because it's just so unusual to put it into words. Yeah, it's trickling down too. You know, we, there's no way they're not going to be absorbed. They're all, kids are sponges. So if the parents are bouncing off the walls, there's no way they're not going to be affected by that. So, but before we even get to any of that, I know Ed Langlo wants to do a share. Ed, you got a share for us, big boy? Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was time to talk about this. Okay. Uh, so my better half, Terry, and I went up to Lodi to her mother's memorial. And when we got back, she had a bad cough. It kept her up all night on Monday night. Tuesday, she went into Sansom Clinic and they tested her for COVID. And then they gave her uh, Robitussin, over-the-counter Robitussin cough medicine for the cough. The next day, the Robitussin silenced the cough. And then on Thursday, the 27th, we got our results. I had gone in on Wednesday and tested. She came back positive. And mine came back negative. So the next thing we get is a phone call from county health department. And they quarantined both of us, me for 14 days, her for 10 days. So we both felt a little bad, you know, it wasn't enough to get very upset about. Um, just everything was pretty much ephemeral coughs and, and fatigue and, and things. Um, but nothing, nothing real bad. But at the end of about seven days, I started to feel better. So I thought, you know, I want to know what the heck that was. Did, you know, was I just tired from the trip? Or, 
So I asked for another test, went in and tested positive for COVID. So I, I went in again and tested for the antibodies because at this point, it was good news for me because uh, I did have code. And I want to know if I had the antibodies, it would pretty much preclude me from getting it again. And I did. I tested positive for antibodies and I'm currently working with uh, uh, donating convalescent plasma for the uh, for the, the blood bank. So uh, I just wanted to share all that so everybody knows and and. Um, it was both, uh, both us and her son who she contracted it from. All three of us had it, and we all three had very minor symptoms. Uh, so that's kind of my report. I'm feeling fine now. I'm back to doing my exercises and uh, out of quarantine. And, and like I say, I'm, I'm working with, uh, with the blood clinic to donate convalescent plasma. Very nice. Yeah. Woo! Couldn't lose you. I can't fill your spot there, Ed. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, I, you. you know, I do know of a few people, and it's always been uh, amazing results. And I know that there's side effects, and and certain people react differently to this COVID nineteen. Um, we've had a lot of major uh, things in the past to go on over the last fifty years, and I'm just so thankful that um, you had what we needed. And of course, in an Ed Langlow way, you're going to give back, and that's what this show is yes. about. If you had yes, not given back, you might have been on probation, Ed, because that's what we do here. <laughs> we share. We share. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's really beautiful when people who have had COVID share their story that they survived. Yes, they were uncomfortable. But they have recovered and now you're of benefit to society because you're less likely, I'm assuming, as long as you continue to wash your hands and social distancing and wearing masks and so forth, you're less likely to pass it on to someone else because yeah, I can't, you're, you're uh, now immune. So I can't but, cough on you. Yeah, but even though uh, we have we may have antibodies because we may have had it, we still need to follow washing hands, so uh, physical distancing. We still need to honor right. however it is that society says we need to care for each other. That's that's a beautiful thing. Right. The washing hands the way I look at it, the only way I could transmit COVID at this point would be to touch a door handle or something that had COVID on it and then touch you because I cannot contract it and cough on you and give you COVID because the antibodies will will stop it. I and, you know, uh, Erica, I think uh, Richard has worked up a beautiful protocol for people if they're afraid of getting it or if they know they have it of how we can feed our body during this time period right well i'm going to get to richard right after sloan tells me what she's been thinking about because i could see her energy and she hasn't she has a share and i need to hear what sloan has to say well well so much um really glad to be here missed y'all last week uh, i'm noticing that the young adults uh, who have access uh, you know testing is available all over the place right now this the high school campus is offering it uh, a lot of the young adults i'm working with they're just if they travel or they've taken any risk at all they just made it part of their regimen just to go get the, you know the drive-through testing um lots of but uh, this is something a huge resource i'll share more on later uh, this is the Sansom Clinic. This is the Good Health. Um, uh, they put out a publication. This guy here, I'm going to share more later. 
uh, has uh, 11 short videos on how to deal with the stress. And what I'll, what I'll leave you with is there's a difference between short term, you know, fight or flight. I'm going to die. I need to get out of the way before I go down that kind of stress, which is a, a charge. And then you're done versus prolonged stress, which is what we are dealing with now. And more on that later. And I can't wait to hear Richard Ellie Ellsworth's uh, protocol and what he's developed. We've missed you, brother. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, Richard, hit us with a couple of minutes because you have your own segment coming up on Richard's Remedies. But, you know, I was just handed uh, this off on the dietary protocol on inflammation because what does stress and fear and anxiety cause? Definitely it gets you all um, you know, tight and tired and all. And I see this, this is, this is great. We're going to have to share this. Um, so give me some uh, recommendations because I did not take advantage of any of my breakfast options today. Okay. Cause I didn't have anything on this list. Didn't have anything on here today. So what would you suggest? Yeah, absolutely. So it's, it's the, the most important thing when we're dealing with any, any disease, um, including COVID is focusing on diet style and emotional health. And if we can focus on that trifecta, we can heal extraordinarily quickly. We can protect our bodies and not have to worry about anything. And when it comes to food, the top three things to avoid for lowering inflammation um, with COVID are gluten, dairy, and processed sugars. So again, every, every, a lot of the things I do, they always work in threes. Um, so those are going to be what you really want to avoid. Um, the types of things that you're going to want to really be focusing on are your root vegetables primarily. That's one. Two is going to be your cruciferous vegetables. And three is going to be your clean proteins. Um, animal proteins are okay for some people. It kind of depends a little bit more on your blood type and what you're comfortable with. Uh, but beans are, are actually even better. Uh, beans can contain a, a, um, an enzyme that actually helps protect against inflammation. And we'll get okay, more. The, no, the number two on the vegetables, when you first said it, I almost, I had to look up at the screen because I'm trying to phonetically spell it. Then I was saying, well, maybe you sneezed. I was going to say gesundheit. So what, <laughs> what was Your that? Broccoli. Broccoli yeah, and so I said cruciferous. So cruciferous basically cruciferous. refers to the stem. So anything with that really thick stem. So your cabbages, ah. your, uh, your Brussels sprouts, your cauliflower, your broccoli, that sort Got of it. thing. You could have just said that, you know, <laughs> trying to save words. Yeah, you like me. You're a word man. It's awesome. That's awesome. Okay, Christine Marie, talk to me. Talk to you. Um, um, let's see, cruciferous vegetables. <laughs> well, we get our box every week. We have those in there. I know. Right. So three times really fast. Say it three times really fast. Right, yeah, no, red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow, yellow. <laughs> Just before well, you start singing. You know, what, I, what I'll talk about, well, just for a minute, is like inflammation. I've had inflammation and I have a relationship. And um, yeah, that's why, yeah. Yeah, and, um, and I find if I do stay away from the, the gluten, like, you know, I, I, lo I love cake. I love bread. I love those things. But literally, they now look to me like someone brings in a nice plate of donuts. I'm like, oh, that's just a plate of pain. Thanks. <laughs> because yeah. if I eat it, I will, I will um, swell. Like my, my, my joints will swell in my hands. So 
And there are so many wonderful alternatives these days and other ways to eat. And what I find for me most importantly is if I just try to stick to really whole foods, um, less processed foods, you know, and, and if I stick to those and, and lots of vegetables and, and good proteins, I, I do pretty well. So I, I, I hear you right there, Richard. Thank you for that. <laughs> And what will help supplement that is this: everybody should go and contact something's good or organic and pick up your box. And yeah. let me tell you, that is or that's a whole big box of organic goodness. So <laughs> that's it's the big wonderful. Plan. I know I it is. It's it. it is really good. All right, so let's do this. Let's take a let's take a shorty, huh, Doctor D? Let's take a little break. And right after these messages, we're going to be back with Christine Marie with a view from the deck. Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday, 9 a.m. Thank you, Santa Barbara, for tuning in today. If you just, if today's your first day, this is Teen Sports Radio. We've been around for over 10 years. We've donated over 23,000 minutes back into the community. And outside of 9 a.m. on Tuesday, Sloan Reality, when else can you find us? Oh, man, 11 p.m. on the same day, Tuesday, Sunday, 6 p.m., Mondays for you, Insomniacs, 3 a.m. When you're all worried, go turn the radio on, find your breath. Uh, Internet, SoundCloud, Teen Sports Radio, Doug. Nice. Thank you so much. Facebook, YouTube. Before we get to Christine, I wanted to, uh, Dr. D called me the other day, last Tuesday, I think it was, on the last show, because, uh, and he he uh, gave me a little bit of news. We we switched the music around. We put some nice bumper music for breaks, and I and I saw it in a movie, and I sent it over to Dr. D, and uh, I love it myself, because I kind of, like, look forward to the breaks now, <laughs> because, you know, you could do a little head bobbing. Um, so, Dr. D called, what did, what did the viewer say? So, viewer, I want to thank you. Yeah. And not not making reference to how good the show is, but how good our music is. And I appreciate that. <laughs> you know what I'm well, well, now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. If, if she is hearing the bumper music. Oh, yeah. She's listening to the show. That's true. She okay. Is. So she's enjoying that. But she's yeah. comp- she was complimenting me because I was the editor. And I said, no, I can't take credit for the selection. Only the editing. Uh, Erica Salda is the one who chooses this music. Because she's trying, she's keeping this show upbeat and exciting. And the gal even told me, she said that uh, when she hears that music, she wants to get up and dance too. So, yeah, I keep keep rotating it, keep rotating the music and keeping it uh, up and happy and excited and all that good stuff. Yeah. So, we appreciate you, Richard, for everything. Seriously. Thank you. And this this whole zooming, I mean, I like it. I mean, I was kind of, I, I I don't think I was ever hesitant on it from the beginning because things is, 
things are what they are, and it all depends how you approach anything in your life. And I, also, Patana, you said things is as they is, or they are they are. It's all up exactly. to you. I try to embrace things because it's always it's supposed to be in everybody's. If you look at it like this, to to be better. So that's how I try to look there at you things. Go. But. Uh, thinking and Richard, Richard is the magic man. <laughs> and Sloane Rialli is the woman with vibrato control. Nice. All right, we got Anthony Rodriguez, but he's going to have to sit down for and, and check this out. We've got a view from the deck right now, Anthony, and then we're going to go right back to you. Christine Marie, tell us a nice tale to help ease the stress. Aha, wonderful. Okay. Well, what I'm going to speak about today is um, it's the, a card of the Three of Swords, which actually is, um, it's a, it is a card of heartbreak. And, and yet at the same time, those three swords are, um, yes, it's pain. It's about really a, um, a story about finding the medicine in the pain, um, the medicine in the wound. The wounds are the doorways to our gifts. And when I was 18 and in college, I was told this version of the frog prince, the, you know, the, the princess and the frog that is the original Grimm's version fairy tale. And it changed my world because up until that moment in time, I had felt that I had to kiss every ugly, nasty frog that came my way if I wanted to find a prince. <laughs> and um, so the story starts out with the princess, uh, with the, with the princess, you know, and, and her golden ball sitting next to this beautiful, beautiful well. And she's throwing up the ball. She's tossing the ball up and catching it, tossing it and catching it. And then finally she catches it. Or actually it bounces off of her hand and into the well and sinks. And she is bereft and weeping and so sad. It was her fate. It's her favorite thing. And she, she's um, weeping uncontrollably when a frog pops his little, little head up out of the well and says, Hey, princess, why are you crying? And she says, I've lost my ball. He says, well, what will you give me if I, if I get it for you? And she says, I'll give you anything. I'm, I'm a princess. I've got it all, you know? And he said, well, I don't want any of those things. What I truly want is to be your playmate and your friend and to eat from your little golden dish and drink from your little golden cup and sleep next to you on your silken pillow. And in her mind, she just wanted her ball back. So she said, yes, whatever you want, you can have it. So down he goes, back he comes up with that golden ball, drops it over the side of the well, it rolls to her feet. She's so excited. She picks it up. Yay. And she runs home completely forgetting the promises that she made. They didn't seem like real promises anyways. So she's at home and she is um, eating dinner with her family. When all of a sudden there's a knock on the door and they hear princess, princess, remember the promise, the promise you made by the well. And she gets a little, uh, she's, I don't know. Her dad says, what is that? She tells the king the story. He says, you made a promise. You go keep it. You open that door. So she goes and gets the frog. He follows her in. She sits down. She's really not happy about it. The frog says, pick me up, pick me up, put me by your plate. She doesn't want to. The king says, princess. So she picks up the frog with two fingers, puts it by her plate. It is enjoying the food and the drink. She no longer has an appetite, nor does she want to drink. She wants to go up to bed. So she's going to go up to bed and she's just decided to go. And she's walking up the stairs and the frog says, take me with you. And the king says, you take that frog. You made that promise. So she picks up the frog with two fingers, takes it upstairs to her bedroom and drops it in the corner. 
And then she proceeds to get to bed. As she's just about to get into bed, the frog says, lift me up and put me by your, on your pillow. And she says, no. And he says, if you don't lift me up and put me on your pillow, I'm going to tell your father. And she says, I said no. And she picks him up. And as she says, I said no, she throws him against the wall. And when he hits the wall, bang, he becomes a prince. It was the, um, and so um, once he becomes a prince, I like to end the story saying, well, then they got to know each other and they decided they liked each other and then they got married. And, and then she was taking, he was taking her back to his kingdom with her with him and as they're driving away from the um castle in this beautiful carriage with these white horses and um, you know with plumes and gold um all of a sudden there are these three loud cracking noises that happen and it turns out that the the servant iron henry who um was with his master the prince when he was bewitched and imprisoned in the well he was so sad and so heartbroken that his his master had been imprisoned in the well that he had to wrap three bands of iron around his heart lest it break with sorrow and so as they were driving away each time there would be this loud cracking noise and the prince would say henry what is that is the carriage breaking and the and the, and henry would say no master it's just a band around my heart that's bursting now that my heart is filled with joy because you're free from the well and this story is so rich and so full of so many images and so many archetypes and and it's so powerful because when hard things happen and we want things to be better. So we protect ourselves sometimes by binding our heart. Other times, you know, and other times we'll make any kind of promise to get things back. What is it going to be like to get back to the new normal? What are we promising? What, you know, and so um, there is no new normal after that kind of situation. And, and I think what's, you know, for me, the important thing about this was that um, it was about, you know, maybe looking at the promises we make and also, um, you know, sometimes we do make bad deals and we have to say no and we have to set appropriate and boundaries and on, on all sides, like I, I've, I've been looking at all the sides of the different characters. It's super powerful. Um, and the most, one of the most important parts for me is that capacity to sit with our pain. If the princess had been willing to sit with her pain, with the loss of her ball, she might not have made those promises. And yet everything always happens perfectly. <coughs> everything's always timed the, fu the funny thing is yes there's you know there's violence she throws the frog against the wall and yet that act of 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 um you know saying no and setting a really hard boundary was actually exactly what was needed to break the spell it's not that we need to go throwing things against walls but i think it's very important that we honor ourselves and our journeys and that we also honor the pain in our heart because when we open our hearts um, or when our hearts are opened, you know, it's like when we close them because of pain and, and we're afraid, we're afraid of anything, of getting hurt again. Um, our, our hearts were made to be open like parachutes, right? And so as we, as they burst, they will burst, they will eventually burst all the, 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 the chains that bind them or the, the bars that bind them because our heart is meant to be open and we're meant to share and that pain i know for myself the last time that my heart was technically broken where i went into it with a knowing it was quite likely going to i was quite likely going to come out with a breaking a broken heart i said i'm responsible for my heart and i want to love more than i want to fear
And I went into that relationship saying, yes, I will love. And I found I was able to love unconditionally and love myself through the whole process and love the, the other people. And that relationship ended in such a beautiful way. So this really is a story about unconditional love for ourselves and for other people. And when we can give it to ourselves, we can then set boundaries with other people. Yeah, we've got to take a break, but I want to get three quick comments from Dominique Sloan and Richard before that. Dominique, what say you? Well, just real fast. I mean, when you uh, sense that you're going through an incredible heartbreak or you're doing a tarot reading and that three of swords comes up, it's such a shock to the system that, oh, I don't want to go through this. And yet in going through it, there are gifts. And I think that that's the beautiful thing about the story of the, the princess and the frog. There's this beautiful gift that happened for all the participants in the story. Yeah. So uh, surrender and acceptance, uh, being totally present to what is. I love that serenity prayer. It's a silly thing, but, you know, God, you know, higher power, whatever. Give me the serenity to accept everything and everyone exactly as it is. Because that fight. And I want to just confirm, Christine, this is a theme that has been coming up all week in every meeting that I've been in. Yeah. Lots of suffering going on for sure, but we don't need, we get to choose. You want to, and, and faith and fear, love and fear, they cancel each other out. And I, so I love that you, you have chose, we get to choose mm-hmm. to be in faith and love and acceptance or not. It's a choice. Yeah. It's important yeah. to feel your way through because cleaning out the bottom of your bucket and then huh. just look at it like that. It's good. It's a good thing. It take, if it takes tears or anger or whatever, that's good because really this whole thing, this whole experience, because this is a, a human experience that we're going through right now, it is really individually how we each process fear. Absolutely. Richard, before we go to break. Yeah. Whoops. So um, I always tell people in, in when I'm helping them with neurolinguistic reprogramming or, or manifestation type stuff, it's all about revision. <laughs> And you, you no linguistic. I can't. I can't follow you. I try to take notes. I just. I just put f hashtag f f f because there's no way that I can spell your words. Okay, go ahead. Say neurolinguistic reprogramming is 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 the NLP diet that you have. You what you have going on in your mind? Those senses, those words, those affirmations, and using them to your advantage. So I always say, I mean, along these same lines, if you have something that's difficult going on in your life, whether it's heartbreak or anything else, change the meaning of it to you. When you change the perception, reality changes around you to fit your new perception. Oh, I love that. As we leave, I just want to say this. There's a, surf- a Sufi prayer that when I see this three of hearts, or this three of swords, I always say, and it's this, break my heart open so I can love more. Nice. Okay, let's leave it on that. And right when we get back, we've got Anthony Rodriguez right after these messages. Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, 
Erica Salda, the queen of teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Okay, this is the great thing about technology. We can, it's a global, right? We can go anywhere in the world, and we have. We've been to so many different countries on this show since COVID. And now what we're going to do is I'm just going to look on the bottom left-hand corner, my buddy, my bro, my brother, my brother from a different mother in a past life, Anthony Rodriguez. He is right now at the food bank in Santa Barbara Food Bank. Thank you so much. Thank you for all you have done. Thank you for all the volunteers. And Anthony, thank you. What's going on at the food bank? <laughs> well, as always, we are extremely, extremely busy. Um, thank you for having us on the show and, and thank you for the shout out. It really means a lot. You know, these guys here at the food bank have been nonstop, um, literally nonstop. Everybody from operations to um, the people that are working in the offices, the work working from home. Um, you know, it's it's a great feeling to be here. You know, they've uh, they've made a lot of adjustments for us as, um, you know, their employees. But also we've made a lot of adjustments for our community uh, to be able to provide the food as safe, as as comforting as possible because i mean as we all know we're all going through this together so um you know the changes that we've made we're happy that we made um because you know the seniors are getting their food and they're not feeling uncomfortable about it um and that's i think one of the one of the best feelings and, and blessings is to see somebody smile when you hand them a box of food um you know it's it's a good feeling and we're very grateful for that and the opportunity to be able to do that um and we're doing it with the support from our community um, you know, the donations that are coming in, whether it be food, whether it be volunteers, whether it be, um, you know, funds, um, all that makes a huge difference for us to be able to uh, to um, give back to our community and, and do what we can to make sure that no kid goes hungry, especially. Give us some numbers, Anthony. All right. So numbers. <sighs> um, yeah. So since March 9th, um, we have distributed or actually exceeded over 12 million pounds of food. Um, that is 250% uh, more than we did last year. I mean, in, in last year, we did um, less than 10, 10 million pounds of food for the year. So that's how busy it's been here at the food bank. So, um, yeah, that's, that's pretty amazing, to be honest with you. Uh, we have a new program with the federal that's coming in. Uh, it's only going to be for two weeks. Um, they're giving us about 28 pounds of mixed food and, and, and it's going to be, um, you know, fruits and vegetables. And I believe there's also going to be some chicken and some eggs. Um, but unfortunately, it's only two weeks. Uh, we're trying to figure out what to do after those two weeks are done. Um, we have, still have 43 uh, safe food net sites. Uh, currently in inventory, we have 2.2 million pounds of food. Um, but we have packed our food boxes, over 110,000 food boxes um, have been packed and um, distributed. I think we only have 4,000 on hand, uh, but, you know, we have the National Guard here that we're grateful that we still have them. Uh, I want to say thank you to Santa Barbara County uh, for assisting us and, and helping us uh, keep them here. And thank you for, to, uh, to the National Guard because can't do it without them. They've been a huge, huge um, help. Uh, we are participating in the Great Shakeout next thursday 10 15 at 10 15. so remember disaster preparedness is very important so at 10 15 without with many people around this whole uh this whole state and and you know out of state 10 15 we're drop covering and holding on um and this is the first time that the food bank is participating so for me that's a huge deal that i'm bringing this in 
um, but we're gonna have people that either they're at home or on, in the office, we're all gonna participate. We're gonna do a Zoom call. Um, we're gonna make it fun. And you know, if you have kids at home, you know, work with them. Have them drop cover and hold on. Let them let them know that disaster preparedness is a good thing. So keep that in mind. And that's where uh, I want to be at Costco next Thursday <laughs> at ten. I'm just gonna yell it out. Drop, set, stop, drop, and roll now. And I'm that, gonna be that's for fires, by the way. Just that's to, it. Just let you know. <laughs> that, I'm but, gonna say that. All right. I want to say uh, Anthony Rodriguez said that's what. I'll, I'll get fired. No. Um, but, yeah, no, no. but other than that, just to just to hurry up, um, we've got um, we're preparing new informational educational materials for seniors. Um, we're launching this uh, this year's Kids Farmers Market Program with nine sites that we'll be working with. The Farm Worker Program, which is for our Misteco and our farm workers, uh, we've distributed. Uh, we're working with two thousand eight hundred individuals. Uh, we have our food prescription program going on. And we're also beginning school deliveries with the Galita Union School District. Um, so we have a lot of partners in this. We're working with as many people as we can. Um, but, you know, again, we still need volunteers. I mean, we really need volunteers um, to be assisting us with deliveries. Um, you know, any donations that you can uh, that you can do, it goes right back into our community. Um, so, so just know that. And also, too, uh, it just whatever you can give. It makes a difference. Um, so again, thank you to our community for always, uh, you know, supporting us, um, helping us, you know, make sure that everybody gets some food. And um, you know, I just want to give a shout out to actually the team. Uh, you know, you guys have been busting your your rears nonstop. You know, and I know this community is grateful, but I'm also grateful um, to be able to be part of this team. And um, again, thank you, Food Bank, for our mental health days off. You guys have been doing a great job with that and it's been making me work a lot harder. So, um, yeah, other than that, thank you. Thank you. Everybody's going to give you a little clap here in the house. A Zoom hug and big claps to you, Anthony Rodriguez. We've got to let you go and uh, we will see you soon. Um, yeah. Right after these messages, we got Richard Ellsworth of Richard's Remedies. Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday, 9 a.m. Richard Ellsworth, Richard's Remedies. Help us out here, Richard. All right. So as I uh, mentioned earlier when we were talking, um, we we're talking a little bit about uh, COVID and the types of things that we can do to, to really help with that, um, especially where diet and, and lifestyle are concerned, as well as our mental health. Um, so one of the most important things in regards to diet, as I mentioned earlier, is avoiding gluten, dairy, and processed sugars. 
And a lot of people, what they don't understand, even some people can eat those things and not react, but everybody's body is different. But the same thing is true. Your body is filtering out all of those things the same way that your body would filter out Windex if you were to drink it. Don't, don't drink it. But it's our body is processing out toxins that same way. And those same toxins exist in gluten, dairy, and processed sugar. They're inflammatory. So by avoiding those things, we, we make a huge step in the right direction. Um, after that, um, eating root vegetables. Root vegetables contain something called butyrate, which really helps um, to protect our cells from anything that might be coming in at it. And I, I've talked about this on, on previous shows. Um, so incorporating, and this is the time of year for root vegetables. Actually, as, as, as counterintuitive as it sounds, this is the perfect time of year to get sick if you're going to get sick. Because this year is when you have all of those spleen nourishing foods available. You have your pumpkins, your, your winter squashes, uh, your uh, um, sweet potatoes, all of those different things. Uh, the parsnips and the, and the carrots, all of these different things can be roasted together, beets. Um, this is the time of year for root vegetables. So it's really great to take advantage of that. It's also time to, to be warming and we can have things like, uh, like bone broth, um, you can make these soups, you know, with lentils and throw the root vegetables into the soups. Um, th this is this is a really great time of year to get sick, honestly. Not that you want to get sick, but you can avoid being sick by by eating those foods and incorporating them into your diet right now. Um, so other than that, as far as mental health goes, we really want to focus on taking our negative thoughts and turning them into positive ones. And one of the best ways to do that is every single time we start to get a, a fight or flight thing, or we start to really, you know, worry or is to just take three or four deep breaths. And the way I like to do it is to become really present in the moment. And the fastest way to do that is to inhale deeply, exhale, counting three, three, three. When you say that, hear a voice in your head saying three, 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 and picture the number as you're saying it. So all of your energy is focused on that number, three, three, three. Two 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 one 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 zero zero zero. At the end of that, you should be very focused, very calm. At that point, you can start incorporating your positive intentions. I am calm. I am always calm. I am relaxed. I am always relaxed. I am satisfied. I am always satisfied. I am at peace. I am always at peace. And and really just repeating these things, reinforcing them. And this is part of that neurolinguistic reprogramming that I mentioned earlier. Is really just staying on top of those thoughts and correcting them. If it's hard to do that, don't worry, you'll get there. Don't beat yourself up. That creates resistance. Allow it. Say it's okay. It's okay to be where I am right now. But I'm, in the future, I'm going to stay on top of these thoughts. I'm going to work on them and I'm going to change them. Nice. Well said. Well done. Christine, do you have an ad? I do. That's so wonderful, Richard. Thank you. And I think one of the most important things, too, is also about really just witnessing ourselves. If we're just aware of these things that are happening and also one of the stress responses that, that has recently come to my attention. So there's fight, flight, freeze or fawn. If we are trying to please people because we're scared and so we're not going to say no, which actually brings in the fairy tale of saying no, that's actually a stress response. So it's breathing through that and having, you know, being able to say, okay, um, maybe, I, maybe I'm not liking this and I want to say no. And, and I think that's that sense of really becoming aware of ourselves and our thoughts and what's happening. So thank you so much for bringing all of you don't want to be that frog on the wall. That's I understand <laughs> that. That would not be good. 
Um, May I interject? Yes. Yeah, Sloan's got a good ad here. Go, Sloan. Um, I actually started two weeks ago being really intentional about beginning every client session with a three or four minute meditation that is specific to basically the, the sacral, the one, three, five chakra in the body. And it, the sessions have been incredible they've been the best sessions ever the clients are happy huge resource guys i got it you know i mentioned sansom this doctor jay winner i'm a winner md great resource you listeners on youtube what he's done he's a sansom doctor 33 years on stress management he's created 11 short episodes 11 episodes on stress management each episode in the series examines a different aspect of stress and what do you think the very first video is all about a diagram and him demonstrating heart belly breathing slowing down the breath and he, he promotes meditation and calm but it's on youtube it's that's jjay winner md on youtube go find his 11 little videos anybody can dial it up your phone your computer and just just go check it out super helpful resource it's free and it's available and we don't need to be living in stress fight or flight it's killing us we, we can't do that I'm not going to tell you what to do, but I highly encourage you to keep breathing. There you go. Dominique, we got to go to break, but what, what say you? Uh, the breath. The breath is the gateway to the consciousness. And then using food as medicine. There's the basics. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. We got one more little segment left. So hold on, ladies and gents. We've got Ed Langler after these messages. Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Ed Langlo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. I was it's waiting so for the introduction. Martin Dean looks Thank at you. me and I thought you were just going to jump into it. Isn't no, that I was waiting. Oh, so, let it and, roll. and today's segment's going to fit right into the theme of the show. <clears throat> uh, if only I'd known as a mentor's moment with the teens with us remotely on Zoom, as well as those listening into the show. Today's segment is titled, Stress, You Have More Control Than You Think. Autonomic nervous system is just a fancy medical term for automatic control of parts of your body, like your heartbeat, your blood pressure, and, and your digestive system that all work without you telling them to. One segment of the autonomic nervous system is called the sympathetic system. Uh, or as we call it, the fight or flight syndrome. Fight or flight syndrome is, was most likely developed 10,000 to 40,000 years ago when predators were more commonly encountered by Cro-Magnon man. Imagine for a moment that you are a Cro-Magnon man or woman. Uh, you're walking down a dirt trail alone and looking for berries when you encounter a pack of wolves. 
Your sympathetic nervous system takes over. Your digestion stops, conserving the blood for more important organs like your leg muscles. The adrenaline starts flowing. Your heart starts pounding. Blood pressure goes up and breathing becomes more rapid, all setting the stage for the fight uh, or flight syndrome. And you either fight the wolf pack or you run as fast as you can all the time, wishing that flight was actually an option. If you reach camp, you might turn to confirm that no wolves survived the fight or are still following you. You might sit down on a rock next to your clansman, take a deep breath, exhale through pursed lips and say in Cro-Magnon, boy, am I glad that's over. Your parasympathetic system will now take over. Para is from Greek meaning beyond or guard against. Your heart rate would slow, your blood pressure would drop, and digestion would resume, prompting you to reach into your pouch for some of those berries you found. Today, there aren't so many wolf packs roaming the streets looking for someone to eat, but our fight or flight system is still alive and well. Non-life-threatening things like stress can unnecessarily trigger our sympathetic nervous system to quicken our breath, raise our blood pressure, and start the adrenaline flowing. Though it is our automatic nervous system, there are ways to coax it into action. Now, I don't know why you would want to coax your fight or flight system into action, but I suppose you could. You could venture into the backcountry and seek out a cougar, and when you got close enough to see the whites of his eyes, well, Bob's your uncle. I do know, however, why you would want to coax the parasympathetic nervous system to guard against the fight or flight syndrome. We're doing this more and more with yoga and meditation these days. Just take a deep breath, slowly exhale, focusing on your breath, which distracts your mind from whatever's bothering you. Exhale through pursed lips. If uh, you're going to whistle or as if you're going to whistle, making that distraction more and more to relax I'm going to close this up. So I'm Ed Langlo, and I'll see you next time on If Only I Had Known. Ed, you were awesome. That was wonderful. We needed needed to shut you off, but I I don't think we missed that much. But listen, Santa Barbara, take a deep breath. It's time to shine. Have a great week. See you next week. You're the best. best.